Don't you know We're talking about a revolution Sounds Hello and welcome to Yoga for the Revolution, a show about self-care in the age of resistance. Today we'll be talking about rage against various machines, uh, macrame, and more importantly, we'll be talking a little bit about dharma uh, and what that means. And we'll do a short meditation on really centering in on intuition and how to use your own intuition to figure out uh, what are we fighting for. Open up your email or turn on the news and there are a million things to see and hear and read about, uh, a million things to be outraged by. He said this, this guy is paid by these people. We have to fight this nomination, fight this appointee, fight this executive order, and the news cycle doesn't end and there's really no time to catch our breath. So by all means, rage is warranted um, and easy, but it's completely unsustainable. So let's say that again. Rage, however warranted, is not a sustainable emotion. Have you ever walked into a tense situation? You have, right? You can feel it. You come into a room where other people were fighting or you see a meeting letting out and you can just tell that did not go well. And that tension is real. It's a real thing you can feel, and it's made of energy. So here's a yoga alert. Uh, Energy is a real thing. Um, If you believe it in terms of, you know, chakras and auras or whatever, um, that doesn't really matter. But, But you know that you can feel feelings. You can feel energy. So that's just true. Um... Think about this. What happens when your roommate is bummed out all the time, right? I mean, besides like constant seamless delivery, um, it sucks. You can feel it. You walk into the apartment every day, your roommate's bummed out, you can feel it. That's negative energy. That's, That's what that is. So say your friend has a bad breakup and she's sad or angry or outraged by it. She and... Daniel Bump broke up and he's on Twitter every day doing his usual BS and she gets up every morning and seems okay but then gets out her phone and freaks out. He's in the city. Now he's in Florida. Can you believe he did this and said this and remember we made it such a big deal about security of email servers and now he has NSA briefings in the middle of a freaking restaurant. I mean what a Daniel Bump is a jerk. So, I mean, after a while, uh, you would probably tell her to stop following him on social, right? I mean, it's a miserable experience. Who needs all that negativity, not just for her, but for you? I mean, you didn't even date the guy or vote for him. So you see where I'm going here, right? We can't um, just unfollow our Daniel bump. Uh, I mean, sure, maybe put some boundaries around your exposure to the news. It will be there when you get back. Go to a yoga class, go see a movie, take time out to go buy your favorite kind of poster board. Um, But you cannot be angry all the time. You'll exhaust yourself. You you can't be miserable all the time. Uh, You can't sustain constant rage. And yet, 
on the other side of the coin, you don't want to stick your head in the sand. So what can you do? So maybe let's think about this differently. Um, Instead of fighting against something, what can you be fighting for? Positive energy can be just as powerful as negative energy. Think of the end of Rudy or a different movie made sometime in the last 20 years. Um, We love it when people win the World Series, right? There's champagne, men hug. It's a beautiful thing. Teamwork is positive energy. Love is positive energy. So instead of fighting against something, being miserable only, um, what would happen if we took all that negative energy and made it positive energy? Now, I understand it's not as simple as saying, like, turn that frown upside down because you can't necessarily, you know, like, turn your oppression into a silver lining. I mean, that's frustrating, uh, to say the least. But what have you thought about it slightly differently? Um, Instead of fighting against corruption, what if you fought for equal access? Instead of fighting against ignorance, what would it be like to fight for understanding or education? Does that change of perspective change your actions? If you're against lying and secrets, then maybe you're for honesty and transparency. So if that's true, just as an example, um, what does it then look like to live your life with these values, not just to post about them on Facebook or to hold up a sign about them at a march, even though that is also valuable, not just to post about them on Facebook, but to live your life with honesty and transparency or to live your life committed to understanding or education or access. Does that change anything? I think it does. So let's go back to your hypothetical roommate. What if instead of focusing on all the horrible things her ex-boyfriend is doing, she instead focused on all the awesome stuff she is doing, right? She gets a rad new haircut. She learns to weave and makes feminist macrame. Maybe she starts a macrame group and starts selling macrame ovaries on Etsy and all the proceeds go to Planned Parenthood macrame power. That feels good. So, yeah, okay, there's a lot of machine to rage against here. We know that. But what are you raging for? So this, by the way, is what yoga people call finding your dharma. It's about discovering what your purpose is on this earth. What work are you meant to do? But, you know, who? that's a lot of pressure. Um, like your whole purpose on earth thing. So we could just focus on finding something to fight for instead of fighting against. So that's what we're going to start doing here is just a practice, Um, just a brief meditation here to practice tuning in to intuition because it's hard sometimes to know what to choose to fight for especially if there are so many things going wrong. We don't necessarily always know exactly where to put our energies. Now, if you know it's Planned Parenthood, it's immigration reform, it's if you can pick 
one or two things to really put all of your energy behind, then kudos to you. Go off and do it. For others of us, it's a whirlwind. There are a million messages out there and a million different ways that things are falling apart. And it can be tough sometimes to figure out where your energies are best spent. So that's where that dharma piece and that intuition really comes into play. So before we get into that meditation, I do want to take a moment to thank you for taking the time to listen. You can follow Yoga for the Revolution on Facebook. We have a Facebook page now. Just look up Yoga for the Revolution. Uh, We are on Twitter and, of course, at the site yogafortherevolution.org. Let's begin the meditation by getting grounded, finding your feet planted firmly on the floor. If you're sitting in a chair, if you're standing, lengthen your spine. Try to create as much space in the torso between your hips and your ribs. So lengthening the spine, creating space between your hips and your ribs, and that gives your organs some room gives your lungs some room to expand, to breathe. So with some parts of your body grounded, whether you're sitting or standing, feet or seat, feel gravity and breathe, feel the expansiveness of your lungs. Let the crown Lift towards the ceiling, towards the sky, and take deep breaths. You don't have to control the breath right now in terms of length, duration, expansion, but do be aware of it and see if you can maybe extend the breath by just a beat. Take a moment to find your third eye center, center of intuition. It's a space between and above your brow, right in the lower middle part of your forehead. And as you breathe into your lungs, imagine this space in your mind's eye and use your real physical eyes to look at that space. It's a very near focal point. Breathing in and out, never forgetting the breath, but keep your focus on that near focal point of the third eye center. Continue to breathe and imagine this point as your center of intuition. A third eye that can see inside you, inside towards your desires your goals without any of the external distractions of the physical world, of other people's wants and desires for your goals. The third eye, instead of seeing out, sees in. So with each eye gazing at this very near focal point, take a deep breath in and begin to move that point in your mind's eye from your forehead to maybe about 
six inches in front of you and then six inches further. Pressing this point with your mind's eye, with your imagination, up to where the wall meets the ceiling in front of you. Take a deep breath, maintain your focus, and imagine that each eye has a laser beam tracking towards that focal point. And it's that focus that holds that point in space. Take a breath. Now begin, while maintaining focus on that point, to push it even further out into the sky, among the clouds, while still maintaining that laser focus from each eye, holding that point up in the sky. Take a deep breath. Maintaining focus on that point, now push the point even farther beyond the daytime, beyond the Earth's atmosphere, and into the night sky, still holding laser focus, each eye tracking towards that point holding it in space until it becomes just another star in the sky. That point of focus now, that point of focus now still looking in towards you. But now your center of intuition encompasses your internal goals your internal desires, and a little bit of the bigger picture, how you fit within this world, what your work to do is within this larger context of the world. With a deep breath, release your focus. Let your eyes relax now. Let the muscles of your eyes relax. Simply release any tension in the temple, in the jaw, any tension that arose from this focused moment, and breathe. Let your mind be quiet, and with slow breath and calm mind, allow a question to arise. What's important? What matters? What do I really need to do? Continue your breath. This is not an active inquiry or a list. Allow yourself to simply ask the question. Let there be space around the asking. And just listen. See if anything comes up. See if an answer arises.
and it may and it may not right now. What's important is the asking and the allowing for space for intuition to answer and not the mind, not the should list. Let the answer come from inside you and simply listen. You can stay in this space for as long as you like or slowly begin to open the eyes, take in your surroundings and breathe. Take a moment to thank yourself for listening. I also thank you for listening to yourself and for listening to Yoga for the Revolution. Until next time, keep breathing and live to fight another day. Talking about a revolution. Oh.